Do you work from home? Have you got the opportunity to have flexible work arrangements? Perhaps all you need is a computer and an internet connection to do your job. Well, today I'm talking with a friend of the podcast, Azaria, and she's sharing her work from home side hustle. And if it's not applicable to you, have a listen and maybe forward it to someone in your life who it might benefit. My name's Glenn James, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. Azaria, welcome to My Millennial Daily. Thanks so much for having me, Glenn. Now, tell us about your work from home side hustle. Yeah, sure. So early last year, um, I decided that I wanted to get really serious about saving for a house deposit. And I thought, what was the quickest way for me to do that? That would be to reduce my rental expenses. So I moved into pet and house sitting full time um, as a living arrangement. Rightio. So generally speaking, if someone, we'll talk about the house sitting, Why would someone want a house sitter if they don't have a pet or is there always a pet kind of attached to the arrangement? Yeah, there's usually a pet involved. It's usually when people are going overseas on holidays and need someone to look after their pet. But sometimes people are going overseas for a long time and just want to make sure that there's someone there um, keeping an eye on the house, keeping it clean, maintained and secure. Yeah. Now, how did you get started to find your first opportunity or what uh, piqued your interest? to go down this route? It was something I'd always heard of and I wanted to do it for travel. So traveling overseas via house sitting. Um, But within Australia, there are a few different websites. The main one that I used was called Aussie House Sitters. There's also Trusted House Sitters. There's Mad Paws. Um, There's a range of different websites. So I went through there and had a look at the available opportunities in my area and applied that way. Right. And what type of money would you earn by doing this? Because we know if you're not paying rent, that's a soft dollar saving, which turns into a hard dollar saving, right? But what about the payment types? And can you give us some examples of maybe the money that people might be able to generate doing this? Yeah. So the best way to get an idea of what you can get paid is to have a look at what local pet sitters are charging in your area. So usually I see anywhere from 50 to $100 a night. Um, Websites like Mad Paws and Paw Shake, you can see what local pet sitters are charging. So that's usually a good indication for myself. I didn't charge for my services and that's because I was doing really long-term sits um, and I was getting free rent, free bills. So it was worth it for me. Yeah. Cool. If you were house sitting a house and there was a pet in there long-term, Is there any obligation that you have to mow the lawn or do any of the other type of house maintenance while you're there? I've seen some ads where they get their own lawn mowers in and pool maintenance people in. Sometimes they will ask that you do general maintenance around the house too. So I did some lawn mowing, just keeping the place clean um, and just general upkeep of the house. And would most of them leave their internet connections on and all that stuff? For me, they did, yeah. So I did one for six months and they left the internet on for me. They knew that I worked from home um, and they were happy to do that just to ensure that they had someone there all the time caring for their pets. Yeah. So you basically had almost a year last year of not paying any rent. That's right. Wow. Now, in these arrangements, do you have to be able to work from home? Not necessarily. So a lot of people are looking for retirees or people that work from home and can spend a lot of time around the house if they have like an anxious pet. But for my dad, for example, he does pet sitting full-time as well. He started doing that last year, saving for a deposit, similar situation. Um, And he has a full-time job with his partner. They're both based on the Gold Coast and they still very easily find pet sits. It's really just depending on what the person's looking for. But if you work full-time, there's a very good chance that you can get a great opportunity through that as well. Yeah. So you might be thinking, I don't work from home, but I am open to doing something and being a little bit adventurous. There are still opportunities to do that, but it just would have to align with, you know, 
the type of applicant, right? Exactly, 100%. Yeah. And you might be thinking, I'm not, you know, young and single and flexible to travel around. Well, your dad and his partner do it. Exactly. And so they don't have a, a permanent residence at the moment? No. So they did a year of traveling and before they did that, they sold their apartment um, and went on the road. After they finished traveling, they decided to just do some pet sitting to bump up their deposits essentially to buy a new place. So that's worked really well for them. Wow. Well, I'll be back right after this and I'm going to ask Azaria what else you need to know and consider before you get started and what happens if you don't have experience when you want to apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If someone is thinking, this actually could work for me, and it's so it's such a niche thing that it might not be for everyone. Yeah. You know, you might have a family and you can't just go see you guys. I'm like living over here for a, a month or a year or yeah. you might um, not like pets or you might not want to travel. So it is a very niche topic. But if this has been sent to somebody who is young and wants to leave home for the first time and maybe do all that stuff and be a bit of a digital nomad and have a bit of a life experience at the same time, what did you do to get started? If you didn't have any experience, it might be harder to get jobs, right? Yeah, definitely. So I didn't have pet sitting experience in particular, but I've always grown up with pets and always looked after my own pets. So I made sure to mention that on my profile. If you're having trouble finding your first job, what I'd suggest is chatting to friends and family, seeing if any of them are going away on holidays, going away from the for the weekend and asking if you can look after their pets and if they can give you a reference. So if you can get a written reference and pop that on your pet sitting profile, then that's going to give you um, a big edge over everyone else who would be applying for the same jobs. Awesome. So finally... If you are looking at doing this and you certainly moved around for like 12 months, security is a big thing. You might be in an area or moving to an area that you've never heard of. How do you go about the security factor and making sure you are safe and you feel safe? Yeah. So what I do before accepting a job is have probably at least two meetings with the owners at their house so I can see the place, get an idea of the area and get an idea of the people that I'll be looking after the pets for. Um, what I'd also do is ask if they have any cameras inside or outside of the house, just so I know um, if they would be watching because that can be a concern as well. Um, and yeah, I find that you can get a really good gauge of people through things like that. And the people that you're pet sitting for, they'll probably ask for police checks and stuff like that as well. So um, I'd say make sure you meet them in person, get to know them quite well, what their expectations are, um, and then also have some emergency contacts while they're away. So someone that lives nearby that you could call if anything were to go wrong. And also like it'd be fair to ask, have you had a pet sitter before? Have you had a house sitter before? Yeah, definitely. Just to make sure that the expectations are realistic. And yeah. every person has different expectations. I see some people that want someone there all the time, doesn't leave the house for any longer than an hour because they've got an anxious pet. I personally would not do that. Mm. Um, and some people are a lot more relaxed. So just make sure that it's going to be the right fit for you and that you can do what the pet owner is expecting of you. Yeah. And have you ever hit the trifecta where it is a decent amount of time 
and you are getting paid as well as staying there. So for myself, at the end of the year, I decided to stop pet sitting. I just wanted a bit more stability. I wanted to be back in in terms of renting and and having my own spot. Um, But the plan was for this year to start charging. So I was going to move to the paid websites, which include Mad Paws and Paw Shake, um, and then start charging for my services moving forward. At that point, you want to consider things like having insurance, um, maybe even having an ABN, but I hadn't got to that stage just yet. So what I was doing prior, there was a level of insurance through the websites that I was going through um, and I was doing it for free in exchange for free living expenses essentially. Wow, that's awesome. In finishing, when you are meeting with people, you're obviously interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. Absolutely. I 100% agree. You want to make sure that you are going to enjoy your time there. You're going to enjoy the pets and that it's not going to feel, especially if you're doing it unpaid, it's not going to feel like a job that you absolutely hate. And what type of expectations are generally set? Like, do they want photos every day of their animals or every week or any touch points? They'll always communicate at the start and it's sometimes good to clarify exactly what they're expecting. For me, I take photos of everything. So I was sending almost daily photos at the start and then um, once a week, mm. um, maybe even FaceTime with the pets sometime. Yeah. People are very close with their pets. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the individual person. So really good to lay out those expectations at the very beginning and make sure that that's something that you're willing to commit to. Yeah. And just run from red flags with weird people. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> great life said, advice. Yeah. If there's cameras inside or outside, if they said yes, both, that's a hell no. Absolutely. But if there's just outside, I can probably deal with yeah. that. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to my Millennial Daily with Azaria and maybe you can share this episode with someone in your life who might have the flexibility to travel around a bit and try and optimise their work from home scenario and see where that leads them. Azaria, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.